Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Show podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me as always are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. You know, I want to make an apology for last week, guys. I don't usually do this, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make an apology because you know we do those little intro bits uh, every week, and we did one about Forspoken, and the timers have not stopped, guys. Uh, Hunters is just gonna keep going as alert. You get your alert twice, Hunter. Stream elements <laughs> has changed the way it works, so you know you just gotta get it twice. I hate it here. Uh, I'm not apologizing for that though. You should expect that from this show. What I am apologizing for is we had an intro bit last week. It was about Forspoken. Very funny bit. I then, after editing it, rendering and uploading it, remember there was the Peppa Pig thing and that was way funnier. So I want to apologize because the Peppa Pig thing was way funnier. Should have <laughs> been that. It, like, oh, honestly, should have been... Uh, I was so annoyed at myself. Oh. But you know, it is what it is. Maybe if this week's that bad, we'll put the Peppa Pig thing at the start That'd of this one. There you go. <laughs> saw it maybe you saw it who knows imagine making the intro stingers a scavenger hunt (laughs) where it's like they might be in this episode they might be in the last one maybe they'll be in the next episode yeah maybe if we ever get that prepared yeah who knows uh (laughs) but yeah i just thought it was quite an episode ahead of schedule yes in season one i believe yeah back when we were trying our best well, I was, yeah, it was like I was away or something. No, it was season two. I was away or something. So we decided to record early and do two back to back, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, who knows if we'll ever do that again? I don't know. Maybe next. I feel like it, back then, though, it was like this whole thing was a mess. Like it, there was so many assets, so much garbage everywhere that it would take. I was the only person that could handle it. Now I could just be like, hey, here's the background of the thing. You two go nuts. Have a good week. I'm off. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> upload it on a monday <laughs> there you go we're done um but no we'll have to see um but anyway uh, if you haven't watched last week's episode i'd highly recommend it because this week it's kind of like the second part last week we talked about everything that's come out so far this year and this week we're going to talk about shocker everything that's still to come this year wow because there's still a lot of stuff to come 2023 is uh we're only half done so we've got some we've got plenty of games still to, to come especially in october so we're going to talk all about them this week um and yeah, it should be a good time. But now, if you did miss last week's episode, go and check it out. We talk about everything that has come out this year that we have reviewed. Uh, did we make some mistakes? Like, for example, me pretending I never played Forspoken when I remembered I had technically played the demo, so I had played two hours of it. Yeah, sure, we made mistakes. Uh, but, you know, it's all good. It's all good fun. Um, it's all fun. But yeah, so go check that one out. And yeah, uh, buckle in, because we've got a lot to talk about. We will be talking about all things PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, uh, whoever else shows up. Atlas has got a thing in there at some point, I assume. It'll be great. We'll be fine. We'll talk about it. Uh, but yeah, if you're new here, this is the HO Podcast. We're here every Monday around 5 p.m. UK time, 12 p.m. Eastern, uh, on podcast services everywhere, and at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only, where you can look at our stupid faces if you want to. That's pretty cool. Uh, we're really close to 275 subscribers, so if you could hit that subscribe button, Ooh. that would be pretty cool um, as we try and get to our goal of 300 by the end of the year. I think we can do it, guys. I believe in you. And please hit that subscribe button so we can get ever closer. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe one day people other than indie devs will acknowledge us i don't know we're getting close quite crash bandicoot tweeted out my tweet because i'm so great and so popular um i was everywhere apparently someone told me i was on instagram i'm like that's epic that's more than i've been on instagram in the past three years that's pretty cool (laughs) um but yeah that was funny um i was like do you want the review 
now we'll have this random tweet you did on launch day. Thank you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. I didn't work hard on the review anyway. Um, and but yet yeah. he remains so humble. Extremely humble, extremely affable, and, you know, an incredible personality. Um, what can I say? I'm just feeling good, dude. Is that 15.45 run at 6 a.m. really just did it for me. I'm just feeling great after that. Yeah, that um, was a fun time. It was a fun time. Uh, will the VOD go up on YouTube? Who knows? I did my teeth during the run. That was I'd fun. Say yes. Yeah, I remember that... the toothbrush. That was fun. That yeah. was an idea that you had what? at 6 a.m. <laughs> it's honestly <laughs> the ultimate disrespect to Komodo Joe, and I can you for it. <laughs> yeah, after all the crap he's put you through, yeah. I think it he was. I think, it. Yeah, I think the funniest part was I did bits like wear sunglasses the entire run and do my teeth during two of the bosses, and I still came out came out with a good time. So you can't complain, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the upcoming games for this year. So just like last week, there'll be timestamps down below. We're gonna go month by month, baby. It's just that simple. Uh, starting off with the month we're in right now. Gosh darn it! It's July, um, and you know. Um, July, I think we can safely say, bit of a quiet month. Yeah. Not huge. Yeah. And Pikmin fans, I swear to God, sit down. You can have your turn in a second, but it's still not a huge month because Pikmin are tiny. Got them. Anyway. You know Exo what's Primal. huge? Dinosaurs. Yeah, Exoprimal's just come out. Um, yeah, it came out yesterday at the time of We should also mention this. Oxenfree 2 also came out last week. That didn't make it into the little thingy, but that's a sin- sequel to an indie game that people liked quite a bit. Uh, that seems to be doing. Let me double check. Uh, n- 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 Seventy-eight average. Cool. Woo! So there you go. <laughs> we'll at this with my fancy credit. We'll take that. Um, Good for you, but yeah, free. Exo Primal came out this year. The came out this year. Came out this week. Uh, and from the looks of it, um, correct. It looks like we guess bang on. The open critic score doesn't have one yet, <laughs> but it has two scores. One from Xbox Era, which is a 7.5, and one from a different place called the Beta Network, which was a 6 out of 10. And I don't like to... I don't like to say that there's some bias going on with, like, you know, your Xbox Era, your Nintendo Life, your PlayStation. But if you're named after a brand and it's associated yeah, like yeah, Game Pass, probably. I'm going to go and lean on the Beta Network until more people say it's a 75. So it doesn't seem to be that great, but is mm. anybody shocked? No. I don't know. Could I have tried it for myself to gain an actual opinion? Yes, but I didn't. It's fun. I can't wait. Uh, I was playing Final Fantasy. Look Who at cares? that first trailer and tell me that you wanted to, and I will call <laughs> you a liar. <laughs> it's true. I couldn't do it. I was like, should I do it? No, I can't. I can't. I can't justify playing it. I've got yeah. so much good stuff in my <laughs> backlog. I don't have time right now to dive into Falling Dinosaur Simulator 2023. But, you know, it's out there. If you're on Xbox and you need something to play, there you go. Go and do it. Um, There's a bunch of indie games. We're not going to talk about most of these because we're not well-informed. But the next big game is, obviously, Pikmin 4, July 21st. Uh, All five Pikmin fans ecstatic for this release. I've seen them on Twitter. They're howling. It's going to be great. Um, None of us are Pikmin fans. Nope. Yeah. So, uh, if you are a fan of Pikmin... I would not expect us to cover it because none of us are Pikmin fans. So sorry about that. Um, yeah. Oh, right. Sometime next week, Viewfinder comes out, which is that really cool looking puzzle game about the taking the pictures and playing with the... Uh, it's not on the list here, but, you know, take the Polaroids and then take the stuff in the Polaroids to manipulate the space. And it looks like it will be 
a really neat game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing this in an indie showcase at some point. Yes. That does look interesting. Uh, it reminds me of a different indie game as well. Was it like Subliminal or something? Where it was like, Superliminal it was like, is what Liminal. people have been comparing yeah. it to in some ways, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, it's there if you're down for it. But yeah, Pitman 4. Uh, I think everybody, I mean myself included, even though I don't really care for it, I think everyone's just expecting this to be a good video game. I think no one is expecting this to be bad, <laughs> even though, you know, like what does Pitman usually do? Like an eight, it's got to be an eighty something. Eighty right? some, probably. Pikmin three Metacritic because it's been that long, kids. We probably have to go to Metacritic for a look at this. Pikmin three Deluxe. Oh yeah, they had a Deluxe port. Eighty five. Yeah, Switch version. Pikmin three for Wii U got an eighty seven. So I think that gonna doesn't be a high make 80s. any sense because the Switch version has more content and it's the same game. But whatever. Yeah, but it's the same games. You got to dock it a few points, Carl. You got to dock it a few points. What the hell? My hair do. Ignore. All right. Anyway. Silly yeah, me, uh, I forgot that's how things work. That's how things work. Remaster score lower <laughs> for some reason, because we can't praise it as much as we did last time. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure you Pikmin fans are going to have a swell time uh, and I won't be there. And I will still not understand why you like Pikmin, but you know. There's a demo out. We could play the demo for the that we, could. Week. we could play the demo. That could be funny. We could play the demo. Maybe we'll play the demo. Uh, that is your go-to move with Nintendo titles a lot of the time, is play the demo. And then yeah, but every time I do that, it puts me off a Nintendo game. The amount of times well, I've yeah, been put off Oh yeah, but you weren't going to buy game. Pikmin anyway, so you don't have to worry about being put off of it, because you're already off of it. <laughs> yeah, you won't lose anything. He's All it can point. do is put you on Pikmin. You've got Sounds a point. like a weird euphemism um, for drugs. <laughs> and then let me just tell you end of july we've got a big time dude we've got the return of telltale uh telltale is back with the expanse which is that, that's kind of true that came out already it's not out <laughs> and also it's only published by everyone's going telltale's back it's made by deck nine deck nine are the people that are making that not telltale because telltale's making wolf among us so oh. Uh, but anyway, it's a collaboration between the two, and it's starting. It, the first episode releases on July twenty sixth. Um, I like Deck Nine. I don't like Deck Nine enough to play a game based on a franchise of an IP that I don't like. I haven't even experienced. So, yeah. but it's there if you care for it. Uh, Disney Illusion Island is also out on July twenty eighth. That's that Disney platformer, that two D platformer that was oh, yeah. in a couple of Nintendo Directs a little bit ago, which I think actually oh, yeah. looks pretty decent. Um. It's based on yeah, the new Mickey like cartoons. I thought it looked like it'd be a pretty solid game. Um, and then obviously the big one, Hello Kitty Island Adventure is coming to Apple Arcade, guys. Oh, uh, maybe. Whatever that reason, is. The only, thing I'm, the only reason I'm bringing this up, because I thought it was funny, I saw it on Twitter, was someone said that apparently about 12 years ago, South Park made a joke uh, in one of the video game episodes where everybody was playing something and then I think Butters or somebody else was playing a game called Hello Kitty Island Adventure that didn't exist, but now it does. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, and that's basically it for July. Uh, like I say, it's a bit of yeah, a pretty quiet. slower month. Um, but, you know, uh, May and June were pretty packed, so I don't blame the industry for having a month yeah. off. Everyone has to have a little time off. Um but, you know, it is what it is. We'll be fine. August mm. has some more games. Quite a few games, actually, uh, now that I'm a looking few. at it. 
Let's uh, let's start with Immortals of Avium, which that's that Doom game that's with witchcraft and wizardry. Yeah, right? Magic that's, Doom. Yeah, the Magic Doom game. Is this doing it for anybody? Because this game screams to me like we have Doom at home. It it certainly looks like something where I'm like, oh, I was like maybe, but also not really. I forgot about this entirely until I opened up the page and looked at all the screenshots. My uh, the last time I saw it, my overwhelming notion was, you know, the magic stuff looks kind of cool, but also, last time I thought that was Ghostwire Tokyo, so maybe I'll, <laughs> um, maybe I'll hit the brakes on this one until I see something more about it, or if there was a demo or something. True. I don't know. To me, it's again, it looks like it could be decent, but I also am not willing to give it a go at full price or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This seems like something to me that'll be like, and it's an EA game, right? So it'll be an EA play eventually. I, it's like, it's going to be one of those things where it shows up on PlayStation Plus or Xbox Game Pass and I'm like, you know what, I'll give it a or even on, Or even heavily discounted in a couple months. Yeah. And this is the reason why Game Pass has rotted my brain because I'll just be like, I'll wait for that. And then when it comes to Game Pass or PlayStation Plus, I still don't play them. This is what happens. This is how this is rotted my brain. Or he'll wait for it to go on Game Pass, and then he'll just buy it on PlayStation for the trophies anyway. How fucking yeah. dare you? It's true. <laughs> I will. <laughs> that, right, Coffee Talk and AI The Somnium Files are two games I played via Game Pass and then went back later and bought them again on PlayStation just to go and clean those trophies up. So, you know, um, yeah. he goes to... It, it doesn't work. Every time I play a game on Xbox, I'm like, it's for my, it's for me. It's me time. I don't have to worry about trophies. I just get to play the game. It's like how I played The Witcher. Now, I was like, you know, I was actually pretty close. I could platinum The Witcher one day. And now I'm like, I've got a PS5 copy. And I'm like, one day, maybe. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> anyway, Baldur's Gate 3. Will it be PlayStation's answer to Starfield? No. That's the silliest thing that I, <laughs> like, I was sort of... I think it was kind of funny. It was of. kind of funny. I just saw yeah. that as like a. Um, it was the name of their place. Their, of their, their PlayStation. Yes, I love you. Podcast this week. Week, yeah. And no dissing, like... kind of funny, but it was a very f- kind of funny title because I was like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, By the way, it's not out on PlayStation till September, but this yeah, is the, yeah. So it's out on PC in August. Just, yeah. It's one of those absurd titles that you answer in one word and are perplexed that it was being asked in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's not a no, it's a no. <laughs> what the, what the... <laughs> Baldur's Gate... Gate seems like I feel like Baldur's Gate services a vastly different audience than Bethesda RPGs. It's like on the way near to your end of We're just saying something, right? Because I feel like the thing about Bethesda, and it's the beautiful thing about Bethesda, is they manage <sighs> to create this kind of like audience this target demographic that ranges from the ultra fucking hardcore nerdy D&D enthusiast all the way to the casual pleb like me who doesn't care but will play a game cuz he sees the dragons and we lost the hunter as oh, always not the hunter but you know yeah <laughs> they do that magical thing where i all my friends who don't really care about dnd or video games in that kind of way we don't care about the hardcore role-playing aspect they all love elder scrolls and so like and they all love fallout whereas Baldur's gate 3 i feel like is definitely if this is the bethesda it's on the, audience, other, it's on the completely it's, nerdy side of the spectrum it's that si- yeah. wrong, wrong way because my webcam's flipped it's this <laughs> side it's the hardcore side of the audience right and it's just like 
I'm sure it'll be a good game. I'm sure people, plenty of people, will enjoy it. Like, they had that thing where they're like, "There's six million hours of cutscenes." It looks like something where I could potentially be interested in it, but also like, I don't know. I might get the mechanics of the game might bog me down. Where I'm like, I don't care about this stuff. <laughs> Same. Hunter, you don't want to pass some charisma checks. No, charisma well, checks are cake. Like... I've played Dragon Age. My character's the most charismatic person to walk <laughs> the earth. But, you know, I feel like... and Bring it back right right now, because it's like, I'm, I finally started Final Fantasy sixteen, guys. Well done. I finally... I've, I've played, like, half of it. We'd, we'd get in there. I probably would have finished the entire thing if Jack hadn't held me hostage in a Discord call for the first half of my week off. But, you know, other than that, we're thriving. <laughs> but, you know, my thing with Final Fantasy is I kind of... I really... My thing with these games, I love person-to-person character stories, right? So it's like, I love the dynamics between Sid and Clive and Jill and all these characters. And I love the way that this world revolves around it. But then when they get into the nitty-gritty of talking about how the world works and the crystals and all that, my brain just goes to mush and I stop caring. And this is my problem with these kinds of games. is because they, like, world-building to me is... I need the world building there to go. Okay, I know where I'm. I know where I need to hop in. I know what world we're in, right? I'm I'm well versed. But then it's like it's all the nitty gritty, and these games are the pure nitty gritty, where it's like you know, like into the numbers, into the world building. Oh, the reason this is like this is because of that. Don't care. I just yeah, care about okay. character stories. It's like people who watched the Game of Thrones show, and then this game is like the peep. These are the nerds correcting you on what happened in the books. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, and, and for some people, that's the way they like to experience. Yeah, for some it. people, it's the better. books. Yeah, I like no actual shade there. It's just kind of what the vibe comes off as. No, hundred percent. And I think this game again will probably be pretty decent. I think it's going to score I, lower I think than be some people really think. Really good be. for the people who like these things, like you know. Oh, hundred percent. It's just it's the net that it casts isn't going to be the widest thing in the world. Oh, and it's definitely not going to be <laughs> like PlayStation uh, equivalent. Yeah, I could see it being like PlayStation closer to we're just going to take Elysium out. than it would be. Uh, That's a good one, Starfield, because like Disco Elysium, like I heard maybe twenty five people talk about it, but it, those twenty five people all have the highest recommendation for it. It just isn't in my wheelhouse, right? It just isn't in my wheelhouse how it's like, you know, for some people, you know, Hi-Fi Rush isn't in their wheelhouse. So no one's really been talking about that. But to me, everybody that's in my wheelhouse loves Hi-Fi Rush, right? So we're just on yeah, it. We're just, we just pat ourselves on, yeah. We just pat ourselves on the back and go, good job, everybody, for loving the same games I do, right? And there'll be a huge <laughs> audience for Baldur's Gate, right? It's like how we were talking about Dave the Diver the other week. It's just a Steve game <laughs> yeah. none of us have ever heard of. And it has like 20,000 Steam reviews in a fucking month. And you're just like... I've never heard of this, and there's this whole community that love it, and now I do, and I can't wait for the Switch. Yeah, I can't wait for it to come out on the <laughs> Switch next year. It's supposed to be this year. We're thriving. Oh, I thought it was next. I thought it was the beginning of next year. Come to me. I'll drop kick everything out of the way for Dave the Diver. Yes. Dude. I'm there. Screw you, Mario Wonder and Spider Man Two. I'm after that, Dave the that'd Diver. That'd be the perfect game for December. It would be the perfect <laughs> game for December. You're right there. Um, but you know, it caters to a different audience, and I think it'll be pretty good. Um, it'll be interesting to see where it skews, though. That's why I'm interested in, because I think people will love it. But it's will it review well? That'll be the big question. Um, anyway, uh, I'm looking through a load of these games. There are a load of games. Uh, Atlas Fallen reminds me. I've heard that game before. I don't know what it is, but I've heard that name before. 
Is this a Jeff Keighley thing? Has this been shown on a Jeff Keighley thing? I think so. Uh, it's an upcoming action well, like It has game. two words that are... Like, I don't know what this game is, but I've played a game called Arcadia Fallen that has part of its name, and I know of this other game called Arcadian Atlas that <laughs> has the other half of the name, and it, like, shorts out my brain to try and imagine what this game is. It was also developed by Deck Nine's big brother, Deck Thirteen. Oh, sick, epic! Um, but you know, it's there if you guys care for it. Um, Stray is finally going somewhere else uh, on August tenth. It's coming to Xbox. Uh, if you guys want to play that cat game that people played, I recently replayed that cat game, and what I can say is it's fine. It's pretty decent. Um, does it deserve all the hype? Probably yes not. and no. I think visually it's very stunning. And I feel like it's like it's one of those. It's it's very much. It's an in, it's like an artsy kind of game in a way where it's like you know you're not going there for a riveting gameplay experience. That chase sequence with the fucking little gooey guys sucks. It's so bad. Yeah. When that game tries to do gameplay, it sucks. But the exploration is <laughs> pretty fun. Um, game that I'm kind of interested in, which I hope uh, comes to uh, different. Play- oh, it is coming to everything. Uh, Stray Gods, the role play musical, is coming to everything. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about 10. that. That one. Um, that one looks cool. This is I a remember. game that is composed by Austin Wintory. It's basically yeah. a musical, and it has a really stellar cast in it. Uh, I believe. Uh, it has uh, Laura Bailey. It has Troy Baker in it. It has Felicia Day. It has Rahul Coley. It has Allegra Clark. It has uh, Ashley Johnson, <laughs> Erica Ishii. There's a load of people in this game. Okay, there's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of great lot voice of actors doing a little sing song, and it's composed by. Northandridge, which you may know from the HBO hit series The Last of Us, uh, you know, um, she played she played thingy, didn't she? Uh, God, what's her name? Head of the Fireflies. Yes. No, um, uh, Head of the Fireflies, everybody. Uh, Marlene. She it played Marlene, Marlene in both the game. I was and sitting the there show. thinking Marlene, but I'm like, no, that was Barrett's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Same role, really. Two things can it's be crazy. correct, Hunter. <laughs> It's Listen, crazy Kyle, how Final Fantasy you know. VII is a prequel to The Last of Us. It's crazy. Oh my god, you're right. That's how the world ends. I don't care what they say about the mushrooms. But yeah. So yeah, you've got you've got on the same day, Stray and Stray Gods coming. Uh, that looks interesting. I'll be interested to see, again, how that kind of... Because uh, it's a role-playing musical video game. Interesting to see where that goes. It could go either way. It could be brilliant. It also could be a bit of a... Hey, the performances and the songs are great, but it could also whiff. I'm hoping it's the former and that it's good. Um, if you like playing couch co-op games, uh, this is just a quick one. Moving Out 2, which is a sequel to Moving Out 1, is coming on uh, in August as well, August 15th. If you don't know, it's one of those overcut kind of games where you pack in oh, and out of houses and there's moving. chaos. Uh, yeah, nice. it looks quite fun. So if you've uh, been dying for more and Moving Out or Overcooked or anything like that, Jazz, we've got you covered, guys. Uh... I want to give a massive. I do want to give a shout out to this as well. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Oh uh, yeah, I've Jet Set Radio game. That one. It looks like uh, a Jet Set Radio game. This game. The Jet Set Radio thing, which uh, has got a great name, uh, is coming out uh, in August. It's currently scheduled for uh, August 18th. I lost track on the page. I'm sorry, guys. My reading comprehension <laughs> is not great at the best of times. But yes, uh, it looks awesome. It looks like a yeah. spiritual success to Jet Set Radio. So if you're into that kind of vibe. Check it out. Uh, I'm trying to keep up with. There's so much stuff. Um, 
There's Madden if you are a Madden fan. There's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre if you're a fan of terrible games. Uh, and the next biggest one is probably Armored Core 6. How fucking dare you fucking blaspheme Smurf's cart? You coming. know why I blaspheme Smurf's cart. How Hunter dare and I already you? talked about this before you got here. <laughs> what? You talked about Game of the Year without me, bro? How dare you? <laughs> no, that was Crash Team Rumble. No, that was Game of the Decade. This... Oh, silly me. And it still is. Um... But yeah, Smurfs can't, can't wait. Blasphemous 2 is also coming yeah, out. Yeah, Blasphemous was a pretty solid little indie 2D action game. And uh, now there's a squeak wall. Yeah. I, I suspect it'll be good as well. Fine. Right, time for the controversial part of this uh, podcast. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. How, why, where we think this is landing? Because I have the bold prediction this will not be nominated for Game of the Year. I'm sorry from fans. I don't think this game's going to hit as much as a fucking, you know, f- blood. I certainly soul, don't think it's going to get nominated for game. game of the year, but also I think it'll I'm review respectively. It it'll still be like a mid eighty. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm like cool be a robot game made by a by a respectable game devs. I believe. Here's the thing: I think it's going to be a low eighty. I think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to get a load of reviews from outlets that don't understand the message here and go, "This is the Dark Souls people. This isn't Dark Souls." And then they get like the the score kind of goes down a tiny bit. That's my so, prediction. Yeah, that could happen. My prediction is around like eighty five is where I've been expecting this to land. I'm going to go with an 83. If, like, if they're in, like, in the opposite manner of what you were saying, if the FromSoft sympathy is especially silly, it could get, like, an 88 if people are going to be ridiculous about it, you know? Maybe. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, But, hey, that's there. Uh, And then finally coming out, fucking hell, goodbye Volcano High. We've heard about that since the announcement of the ps5 yeah it's finally the announcement of the ps5 it had a date for june earlier this year and didn't come out <laughs> uh, yeah and on the same day sea of stars is also releasing that, i'm that's excited for sea of stars yeah me too i think it'll be real good yeah it's a little indie rpg yeah yes sir and it's very much inspired by uh Chrono Trigger and whatnot. Yeah. They got the uh, composer for that. Um, Yasunori Mitsuda. Yeah. I'm excited. Right. right. And that concludes August. So, like I say, quite a few, quite a bit in August, actually. Uh, yeah. More than I thought. But, you know, we move on. Time presses forward to September, uh, which is a big month for one thing and one thing only, guys. Fay Farm. And then there's some other <laughs> stuff coming later as well. Um, you know, play, sorry guys, but we, we got the fight of the century. We've got Starfield versus PlayStation Starfield. Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield both release oh, yeah. on the same day, <laughs> September 6th. However, this is a lie. Starfield technically comes out on September 1st because you get, a, you get early access if you buy the deluxe edition. So um, it's out September 1st. I love I've been saying it. those kind of things. Yeah, it's stupid. Mm. I understand it though. Here's the thing: is right. I understand it because um, you can upgrade to the deluxe edition for thirty dollars, right? 
And you also you so it's thirty dollars. You get a week early access. You get the first expansion, and you get a load of other goodies. But the reason that I understand that they're doing it like this, and it makes sense to me, is you're gonna have so many fucking me and me included, right? Fucking freeloader Andy is getting their Game Pass subscription to play Starfield, and you can still buy that upgrade with game pass so you can literally if you're a game pass subscriber like me they can go hey if you want to play it early and get the first expansion give us 30 dollars and you can play it on september 1st if you have game pass and i'm like kind of makes sense to me as stupid as it sounds this game probably cost way too much money to make so i can see why they might try and scalp a little bit of extra money out of the game pass people especially if you're going to be one of those fuckers like i've done in the past like you've done in the past on the one dollar fucking free trial yeah <laughs> oh yes i'll pay one dollar for starfield please <laughs> thank you i can understand yeah. it um I, is it shitty yes at least they give you the expansion some people like ea for fifa won't give you shit all other than the week early access for that 30 dollars yeah it's very silly don't laugh um, they actually did that last year they did actually do it last year uh i guess the big no, question I don't deny that. The, the big question about starfield where do we think this is landing oh it's a really good question i'm gonna say it right i'm gonna say it this game is going to do high 80s to low 90s whether it's good or not. This is game's going to get the yeah, cyberpunk like effect regardless. Whether it's a good game afterwards, we shall discuss, but Bethesda launch, hype all around it, first actual Bethesda RPG in eight years. This thing, um, whether we don't, I don't know if we don't, we don't feel it as much because of how much, how, how many trailers and stuff there was for cyberpunk, but this probably is in terms of PC nerds especially, the biggest release in Cyberpunk. Uh, and I feel like that hype's going to rally in, whether yeah. it's good or not. <laughs> that's a very that's a very um, applicable comparison to make, because in a very similar way to how I just wasn't feeling Cyberpunk at all in the lead-up to it. You know, even after this last showing for Starfield, you know, seemed to quell any of the doubts that most people had. I'm like, eh. It quelled a lot care. of doubts in me. I'm like, eh, still That's don't sure. care. Not upset that I won't be able to play it. I'm going to move on with my day. I mean, here's the thing, right? Is like, am I more interested in what they do next with Elder Scrolls? 100%. But am I still interested in checking this out? Yeah, it probably is when I think about it. Because here's the thing. Spider-Man, I love Spider-Man. I've played two Spider-Man games. I'll play a third one in October. I'm very much looking forward to it. You know, same with like Mario and all these other things that come out later this year. Starfield probably is my most anticipated game of this year for the rest of the year, just because I haven't played a Bethesda game since 2011. I have not played a new Bethesda RPG since Skyrim, since, God, what, 12 years ago? Since I was 13 years old? <laughs> it's pretty big deal. Uh, whether it's good or not, we'll see. But, um, I have a feeling that this game is going to be good. I don't think it's going to be a cyberpunk because if anything is to go by, it seems like this game got the development cycle that start, that cyberpunk should have got in the first place. Uh, oh, internals, yeah. this game was supposed to come out internally before Xbox bought them. This game was internally supposed to come out in 2021 and it got pushed to 2022 when Xbox bought it because they wanted more time. Then they saw the state of it and they were like, we're going to push it a whole nother year. So... 
I think Xbox knows that they need a good video game, especially after Redfall. Yeah, and especially I think... after Redfall. <laughs> and I, hey, you know, if to- if Todd Howard's been a lying shill again, I'll be the first one to fucking pass me the beating stick. We'll go at it again like we did with 76, right? Dude, but... it would be, so, like, I don't think it's gonna happen, but imagine a world where this game isn't good. <laughs> it's still <laughs> oh. hilarious. Like I say, a very horrible kind of way, but it'd be hilarious. Just like consoles' best games are Redfall and a really bad space RPG. (laughs) Yeah, like that would be, you know. But like I say, Skyrim got a ninety-four on release. Let's have a look at the everyone's favorite video game, Fallout Four, which no one talks about. Got an eighty-seven, right? I don't think it's going to be Skyrim. I don't. I don't think Elder Scrolls Six will score as high as Skyrim. I think Skyrim oh, was no. like a lightning in a bottle video game. Saying that though, so was Morrowind. So you know, like Oblivion kind of was as well. Those games are lightning in a bottle most of the time, but you know, not as much as Skyrim. But I think it's. I think there's no chance in hell that game scores under an eighty-eight. <laughs> and yeah, if it I does, think eighty-eight is probably what it lands on. Mm-hmm. And if it does, I'll be very surprised and my god that'll be a fun time on the, the funniest part is even, even if it is like a good game you know and it's like gets an 85 i could see a bunch of people trying to spin like oh it's not good enough though oh people that's 100 percent gonna happen that's 100 percent gonna happen you're gonna have especially playstation fanboys are gonna be like oh when all exclusives release they get a 92 or above and then Unless everyone will point it yeah or horizon that can't horizon like 90 barrier yeah. Yeah. But you know, I think it's I think it's going to be a good game and I have faith in Bethesda to do it. Mainly because and it'll be the biggest test of Xbox buying things to be honest because if they're not giving Bethesda game studios the fucking time to make something, I don't have faith for Fable, I don't have faith for fucking anything. Um yeah. Let Todd Howard cook because he's probably only got like three games in him left max before he retires at the rate that they're making them, so just let him fucking cook. That's true. Um. Anyway, back to back to good games. Fay Farm is coming to Switch on September eighth. It's the big Ooh, farm game. Step aside, we're, we're, all looking, we're all looking forward to it. I know you are, cause I am. It's going to be great. Uh, Super Bomberman. Oh, it's getting a sequel apparently on September fifth, thirteenth. Did not know that was getting a sequel. Hmm. Um, but it is, uh, and it's there if you care for it. Uh, and uh, Batten Kaitos one and two HD remaster September fourteenth. Uh, yeah. So, hey, if you like your old school JRPGs and you haven't fucking ran out of them yet this year, then off <laughs> you go. Pop along to the shops, Timmy. Or if you um, want to take a look at where Monolith got their start, Monolith Soft. Yeah. It's crazy to me, though, because it's like, like the amount of JRPGs that come out this year is fucking ridiculous. If you don't count re-release, like the whole, like, yeah, all the Final Fantasies are now available on, pl- on modern platforms. It's like they're doing so much yeah, shit. Yeah, imagine if you did so that much this at the year, farm. where yeah. you just like got the like if you decided this is going to be when I play all of the classic Final Fantasies. Now that I can play them, and then played the Persona games <laughs> that got ported Final this Fantasy year. Thirteen. Um, yeah, and then you've got and then, yeah, and then you've got yeah, you've got Persona that all got moved over. You've got these that's all been moved over. There's been so many JRPG things that have been released this year. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2 if you wanted a new one and there's been so many old school JRPGs that have come out or re-released this year um, it's pretty crazy to be honest you think they would have saved some for next year but they're all here 
But yeah, that's coming out. Uh, and Inspector Gadget, the Mad Time Party, also coming out on that day. So move over, Bat and Kaitos. You've got competition. Uh, and the Crew Motorfest, I guess. But who cares about a Ubisoft racing game? Uh, not me. I don't me. even think Ubisoft cares about that. <laughs> Ubisoft doesn't care about anything unless it starts with Assassin and ends in Creed, dude. Like, genuinely. Yeah. We'll talk um, about it. <laughs> anyway. That's next month, Ethan. It is next month. Oh, boy. Uh, Lies of P is coming to Xbox, PlayStation, and PC on September 19th. It's a day one Game Pass game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'll yeah, it looks it like it'll be, it'll, it it looks like it'll be cool, but I have to buy Mortal Kombat, so I might have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to give it a little time because it, I'm away at the start of September, so I will be back by September 19th, but I might be playing Starfield. <laughs> that's how it's like, that's, you know... <laughs> The games giveth and they taketh away with my time. Uh, but Lies right. of P does look fun. Sounds uh, like I'm picking up Lies of P then. Hell yeah, did you have you fun. Go, Mortal Kombat 1 is out on the same day, but September 15th, early access, baby. You pay that extra dollars, you get that early access. You enjoy those four days. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Enjoy the early access, Hunter. Yeah. Enjoy the early access, Hunter. Um, it's know. there. It, it looks like it'll... St- I am made per- perhaps foolishly optimistic that I'll like it more than the last two. <laughs> the last two I, I didn't like 11 very much and I didn't like 10 very much either so you know <laughs> it seems like they're taking things in at least a semi-interesting direction oh. ah so you I have to like get the collectors game. so you have to get the collectors edition to get early access with a K which is 240 pounds so <laughs> you know just a sh- I'm sorry, did you say you get- 100 or 200? 240 200. pounds, so it's going to be okay. like 280 dollars. Just making sure I heard you right. So, 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 just so you guys are all right, you thought you were clowning on Starfield? You thought you were top, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're clowning on Starfield, guys. But hey, there's Mortal Kombat doing it the old-fashioned way. There you go. Anyway, oh, probably going to need a little box though. Yeah, yeah, probably has. Oh, a and cool you get a Luke Kang figure. Oh, Luke Kang's weak. I mean, uh, the figure looks kind of cool, not going to lie. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> September 20th, about Mortal Kombat. Uh, PC, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One. It's on Game Pass. Party Animals. It looks like that. Uh, it oh, looks like Beast, uh, the Double Fine Pines pro- publisher game. Yeah, Gambeast. Yeah. Uh, that looks like fun, to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, it looks like a good use of $1 for an Xbox Game Pass free trial while you're on your Starfield <laughs> binge. Just saying, guys. Uh, just, this just so you know, something I would have tried when I beat Hi-Fi Rush if it was out earlier this year. <laughs> if you genuinely want a good excuse for a month of Game Pass, let me tell you guys, September seems to be a really good month to do it because not only do you get Starfield, you get Lies of P, and you get Payday Three, which we haven't talked about yet, and Party Animals. There's a lot of stuff for that one dollar free trial right there. Just saying, guys, get that dollar worth on September. Um, or, you know, pay for games like I do, like a freak. It's your choice, really. Um, anyway, yeah, we did say Payday 3 coming out September 21st. Bold prediction here. I don't think this game launches in a good state. Bold mm. prediction, I know. But Payday 2 didn't launch in that great of a state, and I don't think a game in 2023 is going to release any better, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> games as a service? Point. 2023? No, I don't think... Oh, yeah, no, probably not a great state. Uh, but it's out on the September 21st, and you can try it with Game Pass, guys. Just keep saying Game Pass. That way, when it just... does launch in a bad state, you won't feel 
And so when and it's shit, you off. can then go play Starfield. And if that's shit, you can go play Lies of P. And if that's shit, we know you party go animals party won't animals be. Animals that won't be. You, that will be good. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're playing. Anyway, uh, September 26th, Cyberpunk 2077's Phantom Liberty expansion is finally coming. Idris Elba is joining Keanu Reeves as they hold hands uh, into this new Cyberpunk experience. Um, I think the big thing is this is kind of this is the kind of phoenix rising edition of the game right they've redone everything they've redone the level up systems the weapon progression everything's this is basically what they wanted the, the game apology. to be originally yeah we're sorry and that, and that comes as a free update so if you unfortunately bought a copy of cyberpunk 2077 congratulations you do get that bit for free the whole base game gets basically redone uh, which is nice and then the phantom liberty expansion is out on the same day um i'm hoping it's good i need to go and play cyberpunk still and i'm waiting for this big update and probably it'll be if nothing comes out in december that's probably what i'll play i played the witcher in december last year i will probably do that with cyberpunk this year um i hope it's good like i know i don't like the idea of everybody sweeping everything under the rug and acting like what happened with cyberpunk didn't happen you see a lot of people going but look at it now and i'm like yeah but it was really shit at the start we <laughs> but shouldn't look forget at it that. then but i also don't think work but yeah, then i also don't think like, that we should hold on them to hand, it forever right yeah well i guess it depends because if you bought and played it or whatever on launch i think you should acknowledge and appreciate that they ways. have gone but, to the the extent of fixing you know, it yeah but not it forget what them. they did yeah it's a middle ground right you don't want to but also they shipped out a game that didn't work on last gen consoles yeah but also i don't want to say i didn't see that i how did no one see that coming but also i always thought that was bait anyway to be honest i think it was like <laughs> I never expected Cyberpunk to run well. Not that bad, but I never expected it to run on last-gen consoles. Like, it, it reminded me of the Watch Dogs scandal when the E3 trailer of the original Watch Dogs came out, and it was like, that looks too good. And then they were like, you're right. And then the real version <laughs> came out, and it looked like ass. And it was like, ah, yes. But Spider-Man with its fewer puddles. Oh, did you see the water in the Spider-Man 2 trailer? Ew. Like, God. I can't believe they have the same swinging animations. It's Puddlegate 2.0. God, cringe. Um, Puddlegate. That's what it was called. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So if you want to play Cyberpunk, go play Cyberpunk. Uh, If you haven't played The Witcher, you can go and play The Witcher as well if you feel like doing that. That's on PS5. It works pretty good. I played the Xbox version, as as I said earlier. That was pretty good. Um turns out the game that people liked was pretty alright, who knew um, hopefully that's, that's good, anyway uh, Disney Speedstorm is also out uh, that's that racing game that's been in a lot of Nintendo Directs uh, oh, I think it's been yeah. out in early access for a while but I think the 1.0 or the full version is out in September 28th, <clears throat> so if you care for that I know it's in early access because I remember hearing seeing an article where people were saying that Mike Wazowski's too OP and I thought that was the funniest <laughs> f- fucking line I've ever seen in my life <laughs> that is pretty hilarious guys uh, mike wazowski's too op nerf mike you can't nerf him dude he is eternal anyway that's september and uh, here we go boys who's ready for october it's the biggest month it's gonna be fun 
it's not going to be a pain in the ass for our podcast. I can tell you that much, guys. Because <laughs> Divide and conquer. We're starting off big, guys. On October 6th, Detective Pikachu, he returns. Uh, yeah. This, this game, I honestly thought, got cancelled years ago. You know, when they said they were making another yeah, Detective so Pikachu? I. When the Ryan Reynolds movie came out and then we heard nothing. I was like, okay, it's dead. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, man, maybe it should have stayed dead. This doesn't look that hot. Like... I think the biggest compliment I can give the original Detective Pikachu was as a final 3DS game, kind of. It was in that late cycle, right? It was a mm-hmm. really pretty 3DS game. Like, it was one of those show what, like, show the, the like, what you can do with an experienced dev on that console, on that platform after so many years. And then I look at this, and I'm like, wow, this doesn't look like a mature final, like, kind of couple <laughs> of years Nintendo Switch game. It looks really bad. But hopefully it's good if you the thing is guys a lot of the games that are coming out in october other than mario wonder are not coming to switch so if you need a game maybe detective pikachu will be for you until you hold out for wonder um (laughs) but you know there's a lot of stuff to talk about uh forza motorsport finally emerges onto xbox and pc on october 10th a game again that we've seen since the announcement of the series x and s and it's only just coming. Remember when they snuck in Forza Horizon 5 in between? Like, that yeah, was stupid. I remember stupid. when you drafted that one for the... Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Critic, and yeah. then you had to drop it to get a Horizon. Yeah, drop it to get the other one. That was fun. Um, Sam that tried was... out video. It was hilarious. I can guarantee for a fact that will be a high 80 to a low 90. And everyone will forget it by Game Awards because that's what they do with racing games. And hallelujah for that. Um, yeah. If Gran Turismo did as well as it did, Forza is usually on another league, uh, especially in terms of not being sh- as shitty with microtransactions. So uh, hopefully bump it up a little bit. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, on October 12th, Ethan's hype either lives or dies when Assassin's Creed Mirage comes out for everything. Uh, I've put a lot of hope into this game. and uh, My God, I can't wait to be disappointed. Um <laughs> I played through 100 hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla to enjoy this video game. Yeah, it's not going to be worth taxes. it. Now it's time to eat his McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> not a good McDonald's either. The, the fries will be unsalted and cold and I'll cry. Um, it's the grimmest shake of video games. I'm hopeful. I, like, I, I hope it's decent. I think, it, I think it's not going to... I think it's going to be like a low 80s game, but... Um, mm. I'm hoping it's good. I hope, if anything, it's just a reminder of old Assassin's Creed. Um, and if... I know people are saying that Ubisoft's paying a lot of attention to this game to see if there's interest in the old Assassin's Creed kind of formula. And my main hope for that is if they if there is a lot of hype and people do like it, that and I'm surprised that they haven't started this because I know they've done the remasters to death. Maybe remake Assassin's Creed 1. Like, I'd really yeah. like an Assassin's Creed yeah. 1 remake. Since that can't be played on anything that isn't old. Yeah. <laughs> I would really like that, because it's not aged incredible. I mean, here's the thing. I know we've, we're in this era of remakes to death, and I'm kind of sick of it myself, where all we get is remakes and re-releases and all that jive there's a lot of good ones but also i feel like half of the game of the year contestants every year since 2020 have been remakes so i'm like kind of had enough of that kind of scenario to the point where i feel like jeff might in a couple of years jeff might have to start considering a best remake category at the game awards because that many of them keep coming out 
Um, but Assassin's Creed, you keep doing these It'll shitty remasters. It still make more sense to do that every year than a best fighter every year. True. <laughs> He'll have an excuse this year, at least. Um, but, you know, remake Assassin's Creed 1. Hey, you could remake a couple of... You could remake the Ezio trilogy as well, to be honest. Like, oh, dude, that would be just money printing, mm. assuming they did it right. Yeah, still quite a bit of money, even if they didn't. Well, you know... Like, oh god, could you imagine? Could you imagine if they did, like, an every... They did a yearly drop, like, you know how we had Resident Evils 2, 3, and uh, 8 at, like, back-to-back-to-back? Yeah. To back? If they just did the yeah, Ezio trilogy one a year, just... Yeah. revelations, that'd be great. Yeah, they should do that. I hope that... That's my main hope. But I'll be buying it. I've already bought it, technically. Uh, and it, we'll see on October 12th. I'll be reviewing it. Be pre- prepared to watch me cry. Um... On the same day, River City Rival Showdown, whatever the hell that is, it's coming. That was uh, a 3DS game that's being that ported. Made uh, that's being ported. Yeah, cool. Um, it it's everywhere. Seem bar to have Xbox the same kind of pizzazz that the River City Girls games does. So I'm probably gonna skip over it. But eh, it's there if I ever want to look into it. Mm-hmm. And then on October 13th, Lords of the Fallen releases. Now, I want to remind you guys that that isn't a remake of Lords of the Fallen. That's a sequel to Lords of the Fallen that originally was called The Lords of the Fallen, but then changed its name back to Lords of the Fallen. So it's technically a sequel, but it has the same name because the last name was dumb. That's the out on October 13th. The, the logo has a 2 in the title. On GameSpot, yeah, because I think that's the old, old logo. Because at first it was Lords of the Fallen 2, then it was The Lords of the Fallen, then they changed it back to Lords of the Fallen. Um, nice. That's not confusing. No, definitely not. I love Especially when games. you've only got two games in your <laughs> franchise and they're both called the exact same fucking name. Yeah, it's like um, uh, earlier this year, Layers of Fear came out and it was both of the other Layers of Fear games. Or something <laughs> stupid. Stapled together. I'm like, God, why? Why? Why, Mor- why is Mortal Kombat 1 called Mortal Kombat 1? <laughs> you already did that in 2011 when you made the one for the ps3 you it's can't technically just call... a reboot now but you know yeah but it's still stupid oh, they should have called still... it like mortal kombat colon something it, i don't know because sometimes that annoys me as well i hated mirror's edge catalyst's name i really hate that name like i don't know why i hate mirror's edge catalyst so much but it's like i don't hate the game as much but it's like the name of it it's just it's just like it just it just feels like they were like we can't call it Mirror's Edge again. What do we call it? And they just went, we're like, oh, dude, it's the catalyst. It's the it's the beginning. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, just just no Origin. balls. Just call it Mirror's. Yeah, no, just no balls. Just could have you could have just called it Mirror's Edge. You could have just called it Mirror's Edge and just moved on. Like, mm. at least be confident in it. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, October thirteenth, the Grinch Christmas Adventures in October. Okay, oh, calm down. <laughs> Calm down. We haven't even had Halloween. But anyway, October 17th, uh, Alan Wake 2 is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Only digital. No physical copy. No. Naughty. It's the future. Yeah. Sag. It's future. Fun. Future, we can just take things away from you if we feel like it. Thank God for yeah. that. I wish they take stuff away from me. Please. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Alan Wake 2 looks like it'll be good. Uh, leaning further into the spooky vibes and i think being a full-on horror game will make the gameplay more focused and not as tedious to play and i've said it before and i'll say it again that alan wake 2 is doing the right thing releasing mid-october so you give people chance to play it 
through October so that they have that Halloween kind of thing. Because Luigi's Mansion a couple of years ago decided to release on Halloween, and I was like, good job, guys. You've got one day to play it, and then, oof, it's fucking ruined. Like, I remember doing that. I was like, ooh, Luigi's Mansion, can't wait to play. Played it on Halloween. was like, this was great. Came back November 1st, and I was like, well, this kind of sucks now. Like, it's not Halloween anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, it's in a good spot, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's right in between Assassin's Creed and the big week. So, I think it's got oh, a good deal. week. Alan Wake, Alan Wake was never going to do huge numbers, but I think it'll find its yeah. audience in that slot. slot. Uh, it could also be delayed. I wouldn't be surprised, but hopefully not. Uh, then we've got a big day, October 20th. Uh, yeah. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 releases for PS5 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder releases for uh, Nintendo Switch. Both these games are going to do extremely well. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're going to sell extremely well. They're going to score extremely well. Um, they sure will. And I'm looking forward to both of them, to be honest. like I'm genuinely looking forward to both of them. Yeah. I'll be picking both of them up. Uh, I've not done this in a while. I think the last time I picked two games up on the same day was when... Um, Mario Maker 2 and Crash Team Racing came out on the same day. And I bought both of them and I played Mario Maker for an hour. Then I started Crash Team Racing and then I never played Mario Maker again. True story to this day. I still have not played since nice. launch day yep. for that one hour. Um, <laughs> I don't remember if there's been a time since, but hmm. the last one I remember was picking up Mario Golf and Scarlet Nexus on the same day. <laughs> Ooh, fucking hell. That was a rough one. Um, but, you know, Scarlet this one we've got. We've got two great releases here. Um, I think we're all, like, I think we're, are we all picking up Spider-Man? Are we all picking up Spider-Man I'm picking too? up Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm going to leave Mario for like a birthday present or something. I'm going to buy Mario because I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to make uh, Mario RPG a birthday present because it comes out the, the couple of days after my birthday. Same That's with Persona scary. 5 Tactica. I'm just going to be like, they're not, they're out the week, they're after the week after or they're out the same week. I think when's my birthday? Uh, <laughs> when's my birthday? It's the same yeah. day every year, Ethan. No, yeah, no, I know, I know what it is. I meant in the week, right? So it's on the Friday. My, it's the Friday of my birthday week. Those games come out, so I'm like, just get them than me because I, because again, could I play Persona Five Tactica on Xbox Game Pass for free? Yes, I could. Am I gonna buy it for PS Five like a fucking idiot? <laughs> yes, I trophies. Here's the thing is, I don't even like tactical games, so that's just going to be a miserable experience for everybody involved, yeah, including myself. Oh, well. Ethan's going to be like, God, I wish I was touching the feet in Persona Strikers to get this trophy. <laughs> that sounds wrong out of context, but I'm going to leave it like that anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick both of them up. Uh, I probably will play a bit of Mario Bros. Wonder on release day just to get some impressions for the podcast so that we can talk about both of them. But, I mean, Spider-Man 2. I'm very much looking forward to Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Spider-Man 1 is probably one of my favorite PS4 exclusives. I loved it. Uh, not from a brand perspective, just from a game. Like, it's just a very fun video game. I've never really been sure that is. huge of a Spider-Man person. Um, like, I I barely played any of the other video games. I played, like, Spider-Man for the PS1 and, oh, like, good the amazing Spider-Man on 360 because I, I bought it pre-owned for, like, £5 or whatever and I needed something to play because I was bored during the summer, right? Like, something like that. Um yeah. But no, so I'm very excited. And it's something I'd never miss. Like, no. We say this all the time, and, you know, Arcane used to be like this. Hunter, we just keep losing Hunter every single day. Damn. I'm just going to. If I do this, there we go. Now I look like I'm in my box a bit more. Oh, uh, okay. It's bad. <laughs> um, not silence me. What I was trying to say is their PlayStation's actual best studio. <laughs> oh, I 100% agree with that. 
Uh, <laughs> they're the monolith of Sony, in my opinion. Oh, for real, for real, yeah. Um, I mean, technically, Gorilla is also the monolith of Sony because other studios use Decima, but you know what I mean. like In terms of quality. In terms of quality. Like, uh, consistent quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think Insomniac has made a bad game since. Spyro Two. You can, I love Spyro Two. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can argue maybe one of the Resistance games wasn't as good, or maybe Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think Sunset Overdrive is good, um, but you know, it's it's arguable, right? Like it's a personal taste rather than an actual. This game's a bad video game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for both of those. They're both going to be great. Which one will score higher? Probably Mario. I hate to probably say it, Mario, but probably Mario. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Spider-Man 2, I think, could have got some really good numbers on it. Mm-hmm. I saw another sh- silly thing where someone was like, oh, does someone have to die or something for it to be good? And I'm like, guys, did you not remember the ending of the last game? Like, yeah. does anyone, like, everyone's like, oh, does Peter have to die at the end for this to be considered really, like, artistic? I'm like, do we not rem- I'm not going to say it for the f- for five people who haven't played it watch the fire, but I'm like, Hi. major characters die at the end of the first game. There's, like, literally there's two sad scenes back to back, and then yeah. it just, like, kind of ends. And it's like... In pretty what typical, the, you like, want? big Spider-Man story fashion, like, you know... Mm. A lot of Spider-Man's biggest stories end on a kind of somber yeah. note like that. But, John, I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna say, it. skip a minute if you don't want to fucking hear the spoiler. In fact, no, you haven't played it yet, Kyle. Have you? Yeah, okay. You I'll, I'll, Ky- Kyle, I'll do this when I'm done. Okay. So obviously, with Aunt May dying, right? So when I heard some bitch going, Aunt May dying, it's like they copied No Way Home. No Way Home came out afterwards. Like No Way Home copied Brain Rot. What is it? It's Brain Rot. Anyway, I hate the MCU Brain Rot. It's just they did the same. The, the, there was the sad death at the end of Morales too. Oh yeah, there was. But you know, everyone just has brain rot. Where like now, people are like, "Oh, this thing came up with it." I'm like, "No, that came out after that." Well done, guys. But you know, absolute buffoons. Anyway, like I don't know if I don't know if I'm actually gonna play the first Spider-Man game before Spider-Man Two comes out. But just in case, decide to take my good. headphones off. You know, like, I know I should. I've been it meaning doesn't to. Matter who lives or dies at the end of Spider-Man Two, as long as they deliver Venom Craven. I think we. I think we're gonna have. I think it's gonna be a good time. And I think it'll probably <laughs> score higher than the original. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that. So this City Skylines Two comes to uh, in October to PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. It's on Game Pass. Um, I think people don't realize if you don't know what City Skylines is, that's basically Sim City. That is the new version of Sim City. Uh, when Sim City died, City Skylines took over and made a really good city sim. I think it'll probably be a really good city sim if you're into that thing. Um. So, hey, if you want to, go play it. But do yourself a fucking favor. Play it on PC. Who's playing fucking SimCity on consoles? Like, or Sim- like that just <laughs> sounds miserable. Don't do that to yourself. It's like when people are like, oh, I play The Sims 4 on my Xbox One. Stop. That's a war crime. I go have play it on a PC. friend who actually plays The Sims 4 on his Xbox One. That's a war crime. Right I know. Now. This, I played this is like the other day when Sam told us that he plays Minecraft on his PS5 with keyboard and mouse. That's just fucking. It's like, why dude, just, he, why just play just it on, play your it on PC his computer. That that's hard. That is, I respect it. That's like poverty. That's like a poverty setup. I respect that. You know, like 
You can the do it PS5? with a couple of The PS5 yeah. poverty? is a poverty setup. You can play Minecraft on your phone if you want. No, but here's the thing with Minecraft. Here's the beautiful thing about Minecraft. I'm a toaster Minecraft... by a potato with Minecraft some is 13 cables. years old, yet my PC day. will still fucking chug. That game is so unoptimized that the further we go in time, it still continues to run shit on whatever hardware it comes out on PC. It's like any sense. It's like my PC is like five years old, and it's like sometimes it's like yeah, you can run Minecraft at max settings at like fifty FPS. I'm like, why? It's not. It's not even a bad PC. I can play everything else fine. It's like how Halls of Torment told my brother's computer, "Nope, you can't pass." Even though this game could be played on a Texas (laughs) Instrument 35. It's stupid. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, same day, Six Islands 2, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, yeah. Volume 1 comes out. Uh, for PS5, 1, 3, Xbox, Series Woo. X and S, Switch, and PC. Um, cool. I made a I note guess. of this be before the it show. It's weird that I won't. this isn't coming to the older consoles. I 100% agree. I don't understand special when it's coming on the Switch. I also, here's yeah. the thing, right? Fair enough. You know, Metal Gear, beloved franchise, bloody blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 50 fucking 60 dollars dude a bit fucking expensive oh, yeah. for what is it basically ports like these aren't like it's not reignited trilogy or nst or something where they've done some fucking work here they've just they're like it's <laughs> that's really what the motion ex- comics are for <laughs> it's really expensive for what it is like that's the thing is i'll be picking this up on a sale <laughs> like months because october and november busy enough as is like mm. come back to me later when it's cheaper because if 50, you just wait 60... a little while it might come to the extra tier of the playstation plus thing 50 pounds 60 dollars for what it is like i haven't played the games yet so and i've been waiting to because i own them on ps3 and i've been waiting and i'm like oh thank god i cannot play them on ps3 hallelujah Woo. but it's like I don't, not $50. I can go on my PS3 and buy them all for like 20 right now. I can go to eBay and get the fucking trilogy for $20. Like, <laughs> it's a bit, it's ridiculous. It's, it's very expensive. And I understand, but you know, most, like $40 most, guys. Come on. $40 most, not 60 Yeah. Mm. One of these is a PS1 game that was on the PlayStation Classic thing. Like, come on. They sold that for like £2. <laughs> Yeah, it just it kind of baffles me, but you know Konami's gonna Konami. Um, they sure are. And I mean, I feel like it would make more sense. I feel like it makes sense if they're gonna do a volume two, and that's also gonna be the same price because that other one will probably have a PS5 version of Phantom Pain, and will also probably have the first port of Metal Gear Solid Four. That will probably be worth more. That will that's closer to being sixty dollars of value. Yeah, is. But- you know, now that I think about it, that's probably why so much of this extra stuff got shoved into this one, mm. is so that they mm. literally do feel like they're trying to pad the price. Yeah, 100%. And uh, let me tell you, it's not working on me, fuckers. I'll see you in February. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Alone in the Dark returns on October 25th. Um, you know, if Alone in the Dark, or if October wasn't so busy, or I was like, when I first heard of this, I was willing to give it a chance, but, you know... Bad luck, Metal Gear Solid comes out the day before you alone in the dark. Um, 
I also want to say this 100% screams to me. It's THQ Nordic. No offense, THQ Nordic. You have lost every little bit of faith I have in you ever publishing a good video game. After shit that you've pulled, like Saints Row and all of that jazz. I'm just like, you guys just chug shit out that gets like a 70 and move on with your life. And it's like, it's like the SpongeBob games, right? The uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. It was fine, but it was a very basic fucking video, like, very basic remake of that video. It did what Cosmic Shake. you needed to do for the yeah. people who already liked it. Cosmic Shake, again, but it was a very cheap video game. Saints Row, fucking hell, what a disaster you did to that franchise, to the point where now people believe that you wouldn't even be able to go back to an old Saints Row and bring people back. <laughs> like, that yeah. damage has been done, right? And then to have something like this, Alone in the Dark, and have it be a, you know... You know, it's like Resident Evil kind of style kind of game to it. But then have Jodie Comer and David Harbour shoving celebrities into me screams, this game's going to be mid. Like, I, didn't, I didn't even take that into account. Like, I, like I, was, I said I was willing to give it a chance and with the, you know, general expectation that it wasn't going to be as good as like the Resident yeah. Evil games that have been coming out or Dead Space or anything mm. like that. But it's like, you know, maybe see what one of these other horror games that are trying to cash in on the thing you know see what the uh other people trying it are gonna hit kind of thing but also now october is busy and i will probably if i want to try this out be able to play it for substantially cheaper in a couple months after it comes out when i have less things to try and juggle it's like yeah it just it's it's wild to me, like, genuinely, like, THQ Nordic is, like, you just hear about them buying IPs and buying shit, and then what, they just, like, they've gone the, like, at first when they started, it was like, oh, cool, they're building up THQ again and making, like, some good stuff with it, and now it just means, like, they're just going, the building back up THQ to be THQ and self-implode again, like, it genuinely does <laughs> feel like much. it's just gonna like, get to the point. it is. Like. It doesn't make just... sense. You figured you'd want to take the approach of, like, it's dumb too because like the double A mid mid shelf title thing is like a space that you could still try to fill if you do it intelligently. Yeah. Just... You, you know maybe maybe you don't want to do the shotgun everything into the bargain bin every every time you make something approach this time. It just it, like I say it's just very bizarre to me. But you know it is what it is. I'm just going to double check that Saints Row is still under... Oh, wait, no, it's under Deep Silver now. Okay, I take who, it back. Who is under the... Oh, are they under THQ they're, Nordic? They're in, the, they're in the umbrella. Okay, if they're in the... Under okay. THQ Nordic, they're under the Embracer group thing. Okay. They're stuck I still in the fucking same tree. Yeah. It's fucking Embracer group, that's it. <laughs> you oversaw this. You let this happen. You did this to me. You did this to me. God, they have a lot of subsidiaries. I did not realize. They... Yeah, they do. Are Gearbox is <laughs> under them as well? Fucking hell. Yeah, Gross. THQ Nordic is under them. Okay, so uh, THQ Nordic is under them. Uh, but yeah. It's fucking wild, dude. Like, genuinely. They do, like, they do, they have all, they have, they have come together to um 
they have just in turn just come out of their way just to fucking make the most mid publisher of all time like genuinely and i'm like that's pretty impressive yeah, yeah, Deep Silver, yeah, they're all under it. Okay, I still take my comments. I, I, I undo my taking back of the comments. <laughs> Fuck off. Make a good video <laughs> game, then we'll talk. Um, November. Here we are, guys. November. Oh, it's a big November. month. It's a big month for people who need a break from October, let me tell you. That is definitely... Good old catch-up month. Good, I'll, I'll good old Ash catch up, dude. Anyway, uh, Thirsty Suitors comes to Xbox, PS5, Switch, PC. That's a video game. I've that heard game looks fun and silly in very amusing ways. Uh, so yeah, that's coming out. Uh, WarioWare Move It is coming to Switch on November third. Uh, this is a sequel to WarioWare Smooth Moves on the Wii, which is great because, in my opinion, that's the best WarioWare game they ever made. It's either that one or the one on DS. That like so I'm like making a sequel to that. Awesome. I might try that out at some point. Uh I don't understand why they didn't just call it because in Japan, I've said this on the podcast before, I think. On the on the in Japan, it's called WarioWare Super Smooth Moves. It's like a proper sequel. They've put super in front you of it. At least and I'm said like, that to us before. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you call it WarioWare Super Smooth Moves, dude? That like it's better name than move it, and it implies that it's a sequel more. I'm like, that's that's yeah. silly. Um, but regardless, it's coming out, and you guys can play it. And I hope it's better than the last one because I really didn't like the last um, WarioWare game. That one I did play a demo of, and I proceeded to not buy the full game because it was not very fun. Uh, Thank so you, cool. yeah, Nintendo Switch Thank demos. You, Nintendo Switch for saving me forty dollars. As you can see, it always works. I never buy Switch games, <laughs> uh, especially not Fire Emblem, especially not Fire or Kirby. Emblem. Or Kirby. I will get to Kirby. <laughs> Banishers, <laughs> Ghost of New Eden, whatever the fuck that is. That's coming out on November 7th. Day before. Uh, is that that I shit? Think, I that... think Ghost of New Eden is that. Uh, I think that's a don't or a don't nod. That's oh, is a spooky it? ghosty. Yeah. Yeah, don't nod entertainment. Oh, yeah. There you go. Published by Which, Folk you know, is. to be fair, it looks better than. Every time I see don't nod do like do mechanics that go beyond just the typical life is strange kind of story stuff i worry that it's gonna end up like vampire which was aggressively boring uh this looks like it uh would be better than that so fair fingers enough cross. fingers crossed yeah i hope we'll see um yeah so yeah banishes the day before looks like it, it looks like it's the next fucking abandoned or whatever it looks like one of those fucking video games getting a load of hype for no fucking reason so that's coming out uh-huh. if you want to try your fucking luck um yeah it'll be over no, after i was that. just gonna skip over that one yeah it's it's there if you want to play that game at two fps it's for there for you and then uh, Persona 5 Tactica comes on November 17th Another to double feature. everything. And Mario RPG comes on the same day on to the Switch. 17th. On the 17th. Uh, good day for Switch fans. Yeah. It sure is. Good month for Switch fans. That's when you're getting most of your food. You're getting WarioWare, you're yeah. getting Persona 5, you're getting Mario. What a, what a, great, what a great time to be alive. Is, is Pokemon DLC? If you didn't get... Pardon? I was going to say, is Pokemon DLC out that month too? Do you know? No dates. No on, date. No dates still on Pokemon DLC, but it's fall and late. So everyone's assuming 
my original guess was it was October and December, but with October being so full, I wouldn't be surprised if it's now November and December. Mm. Um, but, you know. Um, Mario RPG, great. It's going to cater to a... Um, it's a good game. It's going to cater to its audience. I don't know how big of an audience it will have. Um, because I feel like... Here's the thing, right? They're All obviously doing a big two D. People screaming about putting Gino in finally have a chance to play the game, and they won't. But it's yeah. like they it's had their bit. Like this game, I was like, "Oh, cool! This game's gonna like do a lot." And then at the end of the direct, they announced Mario Bros. Wonder, and I was like, "Oh, now it isn't." Because I was like, "Oh, because you know Mario movie, Mario game coming out. That Mario RPG is gonna do fucking nuts." Now everyone's just gonna buy the two D Mario, and then like. Half of the families that are like, yes, we can afford getting our child two Switch games will get Mario RPG. So now I'm just like, oh, you could have given it a bit of breathing room, guys. More than a month. Like, come on. <laughs> Mario RPG. I hope it does well. I hope it does well. I, I hope do it teaches too. Nintendo to make some good RPGs for once in a while. It would be nice to have some good Mario RPGs again. If this after, does well, they can after... remake the, paper, the early Paper Mario games. Oh, Thousand Year Door will probably be on the list. Just this one as well. Please re-release Thousand Year Door. It's it deserves it. Free it from its GameCube prison. And then finally, everybody, on to December. It's a big month, December, guys. It's a very big month. So far, the only thing confirmed is Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince, on December first, and that's fucking it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> My big predictions for you guys at home is uh, if Hades 2 actually releases in early access this year, it'll be in December. If Hollow Knight comes out this year, it'll be in December. If Mina the Hollower comes out this year, it'll be in December. Uh, something gets delayed, it'll be in December. That'll be your December lineup. Yeah. And remember, all of those are possible and none of them are likely. Just want to say that. Uh, but yeah, it's quite a quiet month, December, so far. It usually is, but... Mm-hmm. Most I'm trying usually... to skim through the stuff underneath of December there, but half of it's just the stuff that got reorganized back into the rest of the list. So <laughs> yeah, like Master trying Detective to discern Archives what is and code uh, is too tedious. But oh well. Like I say, a lot yeah. of games coming. A lot of games. And they? So, I guess, thoughts on the rest of the year, guys? What are we thinking? We... How are we feeling? Compared to other years, good, bad, a little bit of in between. I feel like the second half of this year is a lot quieter in terms of like big games coming out than the start of this year. Like I know you've got like your Spider Man, your Starfield, things like that, but I I, here's the thing: I feel like the heavy hitters aren't really there, you know. Oh, I think it's the opposite. I think it's really? if you are a ja- if you are a Japanese de- fan, if you're a fan of of Eastern releases, JRPGs, Japanese developers, the first half of this year was the big half for you. If you're a fan of Western developers, this second half of the year is the big half of the year for you. I think it's because we've got this divide of the first half was Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, Raincode, blah blah blah, Zelda, blah blah Zelda. blah, all these Japanese <laughs> yeah. games that have come out of of the woodwork. The whole of the second half is your big Xbox Western release, your big PlayStation Western like release. You know, you've got a lot of like fucking heavy hitters. You've got your Assassin's Creed is a good franchise, right? You've got your you got your normal fuckers that are gonna show up to the party, like the terrible Call of Duty that was never supposed to exist, but is still coming out this year. That's gonna be good. That'll be a train wreck. Um, you know, a lot of the Western games coming out for the you know Alan Wake, right? You've got a lot of. Yeah. 
the Western developers have all taken the second half. So I think it genuinely is just the way you look at it from your kind of perspective, right? If you are into your JRPGs, if you're into all of those kinds of, you're into your more kind of Japanese related video games, off you fucking yeah. pop. And you'll still have games that are coming out, like remakes and Nintendo stuff is coming out. You've got Lies of P, which was made in Korea. So, you know, you've got some stuff that is coming out of, uh, of coming out of Asia. But for the most part, you've got your big heavy hitters are from the West this time, which will do a lot for a lot of people and won't do much for most like others, you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is. I think the biggest, in terms of sales, I think the biggest releases of the year are still to come. Yeah. By far. I think that Spider-Man, like I think Mario, Starfield, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and, and yeah, Spider, Spider-Man and Mario, especially it's going to be a big day. Um, I do think it's interesting though, because I don't think we've had a year that has been this divided though before, where it's like the West has taken most of the first half of this year off. Like there has been a couple of games, right? Like Respawn with Jedi Survivor, Dead Space Dead remake Space. came out. Yeah. But you know, when you look at the big, big heavy hitters from the first half, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Tears of the Kingdom, Resi Four remake, Street Fighter Six. You know, uh, Fire Emblem Engage came out this year. If you can remember, that game exists, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, the only, the, the only big game came yeah, out this year. Forspoken came out this year. The only big like Western games that came out were obviously Dead Space Remake came out. Uh, can't forget Crash Team Rumble, everyone's favorite. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know, you had like Redfall, Oof. Uh, Diablo. That was the big one I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Oh, Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. <laughs> None of us played Diablo, if no. you couldn't tell. Sam did, but he won't come on the podcast. But so. he's not here. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, yeah. I think I think it's a strong end of the year, to be honest. I think yeah, there's still a, a lot to look year. forward to. Yeah. Too. Really, this gap of, like, July and August is the only kind of... um quiet spot which is a far cry from last year where it was things came out in march and the end of february and then didn't come out again until the fall <laughs> and you got like you got like one thing every month and a half that would last you for like a week and then you're like okay back yeah. to the fall. yeah back a little, a little sprinkling of somnium files or xenoblade or something <laughs> i also hmm. just realized i'm gonna just do a couple double check because for example, I just remembered it for ex- that article that we were reading definitely did not have like a dragon guide in the man that erased his name, which is coming out in November. We didn't mention that, so I'm just going to oh, do yeah, a quick Wikipedia oh, yeah. t- check because oh. I think there's some stuff missing. So we're just going to now do a this quick man sweep. wants to go to the boxes. Yeah, now I'm going boxes. to the boxes, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, Gamespot has done a great list there. But you know, not everyone's perfect, so I'm just going to do a quick little. Re- down just make sure that we've not forgot anything uh, so we'll go to the place that's always perfect wikipedia it's better than that one it'll have everything like ratchet and clank with the pots coming to pc on july 26 to be so yeah uh anything in august anything in august that we forgot uh oh samba de amigo party central how the fuck could we forget that one august good question uh, if you wanted a rhythm game that has song a track list from 2015, then you're in luck. Look forward to it. Um, anything in September? They uh, Eternites, uh, 21st of September. Uh, which is that Persona sci-fi 
thingy. If that would have come out like a mo- if that were to be slated to come out like a month earlier, I would actually have a chance to play it. But yeah, unfortunately, it was not meant to be. So yeah, that's also that's coming out. Uh, oh god, end of September. Everyone can't forget EAFC twenty four. Uh, no, no longer FIFA. Uh, so uh, that'll be interesting. Really rolls to see. off the tongue. EAFC. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. But. No. What are you going to do, eh? What are you going to do? Call it FIFA? Oh, wait, they can't anymore. It's fine. Uh, October. Anything in October? Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. Well, can't get that. can't believe that game's getting a sequel. That's hilarious. Uh, November. Life with Like a Dragon Gaiden is on November 9th. Um, there you go. That's something for you. Japanese video game connoisseurs. Biomethods uh, going to Nintendo Switch. Oh, there is more. De- December, Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora comes out from Ubisoft on December oh, of 7th. Course. Uh, uh, how could we forget? I'd prefer for it to be empty. That, ga- <laughs> that, that game... Um, don't worry, Hunter, flop. that game will be empty. Yeah, Don't worry, though, guys. It's being made by the same team that made The Division, so that puts my faith in it. I don't see yeah. why they're making a video game based on Avatar, but I also don't understand why the movies are so popular. I don't yeah, think the no game well. could possibly be as popular though. So I'm, but yeah. I could be one of the wrong. most bland movies to ever come out, mixed with one of the most bland publishers to come to exist. It is going to be aggressively boring. <laughs> we'll see. Aggressively bred. We shall see. Uh, but with that, uh, we're done. That's enough of that. We're done for today. I'm calling it. You're calling it? Uh, yeah, I'm calling it. We were going to potentially do a fancy critical Sounds update. Good. But we can chuck that in the second half of an episode later this month because it's not like we've got oh, video games to cover. Um, so point. we'll do that uh, later in the year. Ah, next week's topic, baby. No, we can't do a <laughs> fucking episode on it, but we can chuck it in at the That's end. That's what you think. I'm, yeah, I'm if we didn't you. already do the thing where we talked about everything that came out this year, then maybe, Kyle. Yeah, but unfortunately, Kyle, that's what that now. entails. <laughs> Mr. We're not going to get a full episode out of Detective Archives Rain Code. Well, we definitely did. Made me sit here for an hour and a half listening to that game. Well, we definitely did, and let me tell you, some people didn't like that. (laughs) Some people (laughs) thought we were too harsh, and to them I say, sometimes I feel I wasn't harsh enough. Anyway, uh, it is what it is, right? That is. uh, Maybe the game should have had a better intro. Maybe. That's true. It is true. Maybe, maybe it should have like a better face. Two thirds of the video still game. be satisfying while also making you feel mildly empty inside. Have you stopped that back that... up yet? Uh, yeah, I started playing the. I'm pretty sure I know who did the nail man thing already. Yeah. Um, what, when they give you I've... the when they give you the four schmups and it's like, who could it be? Yeah, and one of them is inconspicuously injured. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. People think. <laughs> Who knows? You never put my know. detective hat on. It might not be. Maybe yeah, not. Man. I don't know. You might know, but yeah, I don't even know if this is the group of four people that are the suspects yet. Honestly, I've just started. Ta- <laughs> I just, I like just rolled up to that church and talked to those they guys. They 100 percent are. They 100 percent are. That's okay, I'm. I am very confident in who did the, who done it, man. Okay, <laughs> well, you'll you'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. 
anyway, uh, that's it, I guess. We're done. We're out of here. Uh, me and Kyle's uh, little stingers came up. Yours didn't, Hunter. So uh, that's what you get All for right. having yours show up twice earlier in the episode. There we go, Bird. You said his came up twice earlier. We know who yeah. he is. We know who he is. Um, we all know what he's about. <laughs> we sure do. But yeah, if you want to keep up to date with everything that we're up to, uh, you can go to ho at Hot Games Only on Twitter uh, or go to youtube.com forward slash Hot Games Only. I've got a stupid face every week. Or search for Hot Games Only in your favorite podcast service. Hit the follow button. Give us a positive review if you are so kind. We'd appreciate it. Um, and we'll be back next week, I guess. What will we talk about? Who knows? I don't. Hopefully my hair's less greasy. That'll be the real test. Maybe I'll wash my hair. Hair washing routines will be the topic next episode. <laughs> so my hair washing routine was I forgot my hair's greasy, put a hat on it. Baby, job done. Thank you. Um, but no. Next week, who knows what we'll talk about. I don't. Maybe we'll do a video game catch up. We'll see. The we'll return see. of three by threes. Oh. Uh, anyway, you'll have to find out Ominous. next week. Same time, same place. We'll be here. Uh, so be sure to come back. And yeah, we'll see you then. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.